gotten ourselves into. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of the Super Mercado Bros Video Game Music Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. This is a podcast where we play nothing but the worst video game music ever made. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. You know, normally we try to pick music that we actually like, which is a very interesting concept. <laughs> yeah, but occasionally on the podcast, we love to torture ourselves. And honestly, it's not torture. These are some of our favorite it's episodes so to do. And yeah, you guys it's very well. cathartic to just, because one it of the is. things that some of you may know, you know, when you do some of the deep dives that one has to do to discover a lot of the hidden gems, like we recently did an 8-bit Lost Treasures episode, and right. oftentimes in order to discover kind of classic hidden gems that you may never have heard before, you have to sift through so much garbage. garbage. I mean, there's a lot of video game music that really is terrible, and I think the history of, you know, console limitations and the kind of horrible synthesized sounds that so many people associate with video games you know it's just not a very friendly presentation for music right. that's subpar but some of this stuff is like impressively bad it's almost like they went out of their way to it's make it impressively terrible. bad or just hilariously bad and you guys have asked for this too i mean i i know i've said this before but out of any topic or idea of episodes that we ever do we get the most requests uh for follow-up bad music episodes so here we go um yeah this is gonna be a lot of fun i just cracked open a beer and so we are ready to just crap all over this music here here what you guys are hearing playing in is is from a game called road blasters for the nes uh i always feel (laughs) bad about crediting the composer we do have quite a bit of unknown composers but i don't know i mean it's brad fuller you know you know what you got yourself into when you (laughs) When you put this music in the game, this is track one and four. Um, yeah, Brad. Yeah, when Brad, Brad dropped Fuller. this unholy turd onto the planet. Oh my God! <laughs> it was a sad day for humanity. Another thing that you guys re- have been requested uh, have been requesting for us to do more often is name that tune. And so, sometime in the middle of this episode, we're going to do, gonna do a name that bad tune. No, no we're doing so <laughs> to give ourselves a little mini reprieve from all this bad music. We're going to do a name that tune of actual really great video game music and so that's that's always a lot of fun you guys can play along at home to that so look forward to that sometime in the middle of this all right let's get in i guess let's get into the the garbage here one thing i will say is you know preparing for all the episodes that we do i would say 60 percent of all video game music falls into the kind of bad to mediocre category now that category isn't bad enough or entertaining enough to play on this episode. This is stuff that really has to be like, like Will said, impressively bad. Like there's actually things (laughs) that we can talk about uh, and marvel at how terrible it is. Um, Let's get into it. We're going to start off with a Sega Genesis game called Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle. And this, I don't believe is that bad of a soundtrack, but this particular track, it might be in... I think it has to be intentionally bad because the melody is basically doubled on two channels a half step apart the entire time. So you get that minor second dissonance for the entire melody, and it's just the worst. Uh, (laughs) This is item C composed by Chikako Kamatani. Here we go.
<laughs> it boggles the mind. Why? What possible reason could could there have been to, to make this track have the minor second the whole time? I guess I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. and It must be intentional. It must be some really weird, trippy uh, bonus stage or something where... Right. I mean, it does go away eventually on the bridge, but uh, dear God, that was awful. That hurt. Yeah, I mean, it's just so painful. And then the, the <laughs> primitive sounds of the Sega Genesis, I mean, it's just... It's it's not pleasing to listen to by any stretch of the <laughs> no. imagination, and it's not like it's avant-garde music or something. No, it's you like know, it's not like deli- it's like plucky. Happy maybe it's music, intentional, it but if it's intentional, it's intentionally bad sounding. You know, it's not right. intentionally like interesting kinds of dissonance. It's such a lame idea of just like oh, have the melody doubled in a minor second the entire time. Well, that is a subset of bad VGM. We've talked about that intentionally bad. That's that that does happen from time to time, and I believe that. That's what's happening here. Uh, Wow. Yeah, that's a very interesting way to start off our episode. Let's stop that immediately and forget that just happened. Yeah, I think we almost went too bad too early. You don't want (laughs) to go too bad too early. You have the risk of bad burnout. Oh, we're down the rabbit hole. We're going to overdose on bad. Okay, let's move on to a game for the MSX2. And 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 unfortunately, this is also really bad. Um, (laughs) This game is called... Gaudi Barcelona no Case for the MSX2. Unknown composer. This is an unknown title, too. It's just BGM 15. Um, it's painful. It's bad. So, no context. Just. <laughs> nope. It doesn't need it, you know? Nope. It says it all. Symphony number one. Let's check out BGM 15, and I'm really sorry about this. this this has to win the award for the worst piece of music ever created i mean i've made better music by tapping my thumb into the end of a quarter inch cable that's plugged into a guitar amp this is god awful this is bgm 15 uh from gaudy barcelona no case unknown composer it's i actually there's a lot to say uh, about just just how bad this is you know when it starts off you're like okay well maybe this is just like an alarm sound effect like let's not you know let's give it some some benefit of the doubt maybe it's not trying to be a piece of music nope it is trying to be a piece of music uh they're actually changing the settings with with those pulse psg channels to give this weird phasing effect they're making choices here but i I just can't understand why. I, mean, I give them cre- again. I, this always happens with the bad music episodes. I like overthink it, and then I do like a full 180 in my head to almost it's kind of appreciating artistic. it again. Right. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of is that there's must be some intention behind this because you don't just accidentally it's not like you go to the piano and be like gee what melody should i write today (laughs) and then it i mean it literally sounds like when you have something plugged into a guitar amp you know and you (laughs) press your thumb against the guitar cable and it makes the and just doing that in time it's okay so on top of ridiculous the quote-unquote compositional choices that they've made. How dare you, sir? How tone, dare you? <laughs> yeah, the, the tones that, that this MSX2 is putting out is just absolute poop. It's the poopiest 
grossest kind of brown note tone it's really it was like immediately painful yeah Ugh. yeah i just took my headphones off so all right let's <laughs> any new listeners of the podcast i i really do mean this you might not want to listen to this i mean i mean some of you guys really enjoy these and get and get a get a kick out of them we do too but they're definitely not for everyone if you don't enjoy listening to terrible music for the comedic aspect of it you should probably stop listening um which is weird to say but all right let's move on <laughs> Um, I'm having a good time. Yeah. Well, that's because you're drinking, so. That's true. And it's, I don't know, we will, you know, one of the things that we've always bonded over comedy-wise is just really bad things in art and media. And I remember that's, right. it always makes both of us laugh. Something that's just really amateur and bad. I think that's not uncommon, you know. I mean, I think yeah. it, because people can relate to it. But most right. people at, at some point in time have tried their hand at making like an amateur film. And I mean, I think we are actually musicians, but a lot of people mm -hmm. try their hand at, you know, writing and recording a song or right. trying to create music. And so people can relate and understand things that are done at an amateur level. So I think it's, right. it's easy to appreciate, you know, <laughs> the effort of something bad. Yeah. One of the, I think the hardest I ever laughed in my entire life was when I was like maybe 18 years old and I, and I found that titanic my heart will go on recorder cover that like right. intentionally terrible cover and i literally was like crying from that uh, well so. that one's so funny because most mm -hmm. people have the memory of playing recorder in right. elementary school and it just sounding terrible and exactly how hard it is to tune and playing the wrong notes and squeaking but that's and, i mean that's a that's like a, a beautiful piece of terrible music because like you know it's coming like you know the high notes coming and it just yeah. it's great all right <laughs> let's move back to the genesis here this is a game called cyborg justice and i feel bad again but uh the composer is andras magiari i don't know if that's italian or whatever it's but probably andres andres magiari whoever he is he's awful <laughs> let's get his name right before we <laughs> on his music cyborg justice and this soundtrack is so bad so juicily <laughs> bad uh that i had to play two i had to make a montage because i just couldn't pick uh, which terrible piece to, to play. So we're going to start off with level one, and then that's going to fade down and we'll hear the intro theme. Oh my God, they're so terrible. Here we go. You guys are listening to 
the intro. Before that, it was level one from Cyborg Justice for the Genesis, composed so by... So it sounds like a frog that ate a piece of electrical wiring and is like burping as the Perfect wiring is like going off in his stomach. I think that's what Andres was going for, Andres uh, Maggiari. This is, God, all this music, it's not just bad, it's like redefining music in a bad way. I think the moment that made me laugh out loud was in this quote-unquote groove of, of the intro, there's this random brass stab, dun, 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 that just comes out of nowhere, and it's like, it's not a bad brass stab, but it's so out of place in this song. Well, and, yeah, it's in the wrong piece of music. Yeah, and just that that metallic. I mean, it's it's trying to be a cyborg, clearly, but it's like, why do that for this like groovy funk tune? You know? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, did you just call this a groovy funk tune? Well, that's what it's going for. I mean, the drum beat. It's like it's trying to be like this. Here's the thing. I love funk music, but why is like every Western <laughs> Genesis composer go for this like dirty, gross sounding funk for the Genesis? Like that's not appropriate all the time. God, I just think it's so funny that you just said, I mean, I love funk music, but this is not funk music. No, it's, this is, but this it's, is barely music. It's trying to be. It's, it's, you know, it's like, you know, you have like, it's using blues and like, you know, having right. these basically slap bass lines, but it's just always so out of place and just so inappropriate. Uh, and the tones are ugh, just like nails on a chalkboard. Terrible. And there's I mean, a, there's a one coming up that I'm excited for where it's just a really bad piece of music, but it's like someone's impression of what they think jazz is like a five-year-old. If you asked a five-year-old like, Oh, make a jazz piece of music. And it's just like kind of cute, but also just like you want to slap them in the face. <laughs> um, okay. I just, just a note to all of our listeners. It's not okay to express your feelings with violence. I just, I want to make that clear. Okay. Yeah, sometimes it's never okay to slap a composer, even if you know. <laughs> in this case, they may very well be asking for. Well, it. if anyone deserves a slap, it's this next composer that we're going to move on to. He is an all-star when it comes to terrible video game music. One of the most infamous uh, bad pieces of video game music comes from uh, Wizard of Oz for the Super Nintendo, and that was composed by this gentleman, uh, who we're going to play a different Super Nintendo score from. This is Robert Riddahall. And he also worked on this game called Super Conflict, the Mideast, which just, you know, sounds like a, a wonderful game with non-offensive music. Going straight to the controversial <laughs> <laughs> geopolitical subjects for your Super Nintendo games. All right. So the name of this track is Battle. And uh, yeah, let's let's enjoy it. This makes me laugh so much. I think the thing that really just makes me happy thinking about this is Robert was at some point sitting there and like, ooh, I want this other extra arpeggio to come in here. <laughs> he made the choice of bringing all this stuff in. He's actually thinking about it, but it's just all so terrible. It's it's kind of charming how bad it is. Uh, yeah, this is just dreadful. Again, 
part of this, it's like, it does remind me of a lot of concert music. I mean, I think there are some right. minimalist composers that write things that sound like this. But yeah. again, the point of minimalism has to do with the timbre and has to do with, you have these simple ideas to explore texture, to explore rhythm, and mm-hmm. the motives are all super interesting. These, the ideas just seem completely chaotic and not organized. And it just seems like there was not a lot of thought and care that was put into this music. And also the timbres and sounds are so dreadful that there's just nothing appealing about the music at all. Uh, yeah. Oh man, it's just bad. Other than just the thought that that someone could actually have been paid for that is absolutely just reprehensible and devastatingly sad to me (laughs) like honestly you just go to an average programmer and they could have done a comparable if not way better job than this oh my god absolutely yeah okay yeah i mean robert riddlehall he has one of those weird brains the stuff he comes up with just it boggles my mind just how like impressively bad it is all right let's move back to the nes and this is a uh, dirty Harry. Will, would you call this kind of an infamously bad soundtrack? Oh yeah, infamously bad game score, everything. Yeah, this is this is classic bad. All right, Dirty Harry. We're gonna play track ten, and this was composed by it looks like a few Western people. And, and that's another thing that's so interesting is the majority of the artists on today's episode are Western composers, which is never the norm for our podcast. Um, this is Stephen Samler and Elliot Delmon. Let's take a listen to track 10. I mean, this is almost like a fever dream I'm having where if there were no rules, no laws, no order to the universe, and everything was just in a state of chaos, I feel like this is the soundtrack that everyone would be hearing. I mean, there's just, there's nothing quite like detuned square, <laughs> square <laughs> synthesis music, right? I mean, when I listen oh to Lord. a really bad NES track, it, it makes me like hate video game music it makes me have this opinion this is this is bad music this is what people think video game music is and i mean they in some sense they're right so you know with that said i think we should quit the podcast our efforts (laughs) have been in vain dirty harry you guys can all blame dirty harry for finally making us throw the towel yeah this is so bad I don't know why I'm feeling particularly offended today by all of this music because so What's much weird of it is, is the beginning of that was that a callback to the it's kind of sounded like <laughs> yeah I mean to me it's a callback a to putting your finger on the guitar cable I mean right. the, just this the, the triangle by itself I mean it's just just dreadful all right so we're gonna get away from the old school chip sound luckily because 
the next track, at least the sound of it, the production of it, uh, isn't bad. So, so that's good. It's not going to hurt our ears, but it's going to make us laugh because the piece of music is incredibly obnoxious and stupid. It's from a game called God Hand for the PS2, and this is a beat-em-up action game. And the name of this track is called Smoking Roll. Uh, and the composers are Masafumi Takada and Jun Fukuda, who I don't think are bad composers. For whatever reason, the choice for this track uh, was a huge swing and a miss. But let's take a listen to Smoking Roll. You guys are listening to Smoking Roll from God Hand <clears throat> for the PS2, composed by Masafumi Takada and Jun Fukuda. Yeah, I can't tell what he's saying. To me, it sounds like more more than men. We got to submit this to the Tonight Show. I mean, right. Jimmy Fallon should play this on his Do Not Play. You know, they right. play the bad music examples. I mean, he would. It's the would thing I'll say about this. this. <clears throat> It's really funny and kind of fun. It actually is kind of catchy. Like, it, it actually, this has been in my head it today. It sounds like he's saying, like, older men. And then I thought ch- it was ch- more chance. than men. And then, yeah, the chance. Oh, like, what does it have to do with like anything? A bad Elvis impersonator <laughs> saying right. vague, vaguely English-sounding words. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And I then mean, that awful, like... That phasing, kind of you know, vocoder God, this is... This is perfect. This is see. This is the kind of bad music that's fun, <laughs> you know, because right. yeah. it's not it's not music that violates the laws of physics. It's, it's just, just stupid. music that's kind of tasteless. Yeah, I like I like the tracks like this where they're just they're just dumb. Like you can tell the people working on this know what they're doing, and you know the production is like fine and everything, and it sounds like a decent dance song. It's just the choice of doing that vocal sample. I don't know what that's from. If that was from some sort of source music or something like no one would listen to this and think oh is the speaker wire damaged you know right in my (laughs) i mean it's like it it doesn't sound like something's broken other than maybe the the taste and minds of the composers (laughs) it's very tone deaf and what what i mean by that is just like the the thought to do that and be like oh this would be a good idea artistically and aesthetically tone Tone deaf. deaf yes let's move on to an uh, Amiga track. Okay. So the name of this Amiga game is Second Samurai. And you can already tell what it's going to go for. It's going to go for a really offensive Asiatic sound. All right. Just just know that. Um, but it's not composed. Um, 
<laughs> by an Eastern composer. It's composed by Brian Marshall. Oh, God, um, not the name you want to have if, exactly. after it's, what you just said. It's really stupid. I think it's a similar school to that smoking roll track where it's it's very funny and just dumb, stupid Could there be a whiter-sounding name than Brian Marshall? Like, good God. Uh, he utilizes that uh, very cliche, harmonized pentatonic thing. There's also some really dumb vocal samples in here. Um, That's terrible. That's so offensive. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about this, everybody. Disclaimer, this is main theme from Second Samurai. are listening to the main theme from second samurai i think this is our favorite track so far it's it's very fun um it's incredibly silly and stupid yeah, but this is fun bad it's not a bad again yeah. not bad composition uh it, <laughs> oh, it's it's ah, tone oh. deaf it's it's tasteless yes. and kind of i mean this happened a lot in this early era right. when composers were able to play around with vocal samples they thought it was so funny and oh cool to go you know it's like with that old Yamaha keyboard where there was that DJ, DJ, DJ. It's like a DJ button, and everyone who was in seventh grade thought it was the most I remember hilarious you had that thing. Simpsons game where it, you could play like little sound effect clips of like Do and Ah uh, Simpson. Eh? Right, and, and you know, as a twelve-year-old, it was the peak of hilarity. But now, yeah, I mean, very entertaining. <laughs> as an adult, um, I would not do this if I was paid to work on a game. But in any case. Oh god, do you hear that Chinese lady who's getting like squealed or like strangled or something? <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> like, yeah, this, this is rough. Is not not acceptable. Not acceptable. Uh, again, apologize if anyone's offended by any of this. I mean, music. I'm offended by that. I, I, I will say maybe a little bit of a guilty pleasure. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Yeah. Just even as it a was piece fun. of music, it wasn't wasn't dreadful. It was incredibly cliche mm-hmm. and really bizarre, but it wasn't terrible. Right. I don't know how to approach track the week. I have nothing in mind. I don't know if we should pick literally the worst thing or if we should pick like the best thing or if we should pick what we enjoy the most. I think um, afterwards we'll just decide what we want the most people to hear. You know, got it. Let's move on. We're going to go back to the NES. And this um, is a game called Funhouse. Um, and it reminds me of another bad NES piece of music that we've played before. It might be like Adventures of Rad Gravity. It has that oh, kind of no, that vibe to it. Yeah, it's. It, I don't think it's as bad as that. I will say it's not as bad as that. This is Funhouse Track 2. Luckily, this is by an unknown composer. Whew, that was a close call. Let's take a listen to Track 2. <laughs> Thank you. 
interesting harmony choices. Also, the, the, the choice to have that really fast portamento at the end of every single note. Yeah. I mean, that's another example. That was a conscious choice. Like, that doesn't automatically happen. Someone had to plan, oh, I like the sound of that. I want to do that on every note. Like, why? Hmm. Yeah, I really have no idea why <laughs> why anyone would I ever mean, do that. I mean, I guess it sounds kind of like a fun house. It's really zany and crazy. And I mean, I, I get the idea of, like, having portamento at the end of things. It makes it feel mm-hmm. a little bit more human. Uh, but not on every single note, especially well, I mean, short notes. It just makes it sound annoying. Again, just use your ears. It's terrible. Right. What I would like to say about this, uh, why it's so indefensible, is there's so many different and viable choices to go for if you want to do something zany and fun and evoking this kind of carnival-haunted funhouse sound. There's so many different things you can do, and all of them would have been totally fine. But this, it doesn't really sound like a carnival. It just sounds like someone who doesn't really know what they're doing making chip music but it's also like too ambitious as well like it'd be better if it was simpler it really reminds me of that rad gravity thing i mean that also had yeah. the portamento sound effect and really just bizarre and unorganized harmonic structures it's like pro- it's like it's progressive in a way that you don't want it to be yeah i mean i think calling it progressive is an incredible <laughs> compliment <laughs> All right, let's move on to... We'll play one more track, and then we'll do our little Name That Tune game. All right, we're going to go back to the Genesis. This is a game called Shove It! with an exclamation point. Uh, That's what people are apparently telling this composer, but it's unknown as well, so we don't know who can shove it. This is main BGM, and this is that track I was talking about where I think about 40 seconds in or so, there's this breakdown, and it's this composer's impression of what they think jazz is, and you have this, I guess, walking bass line, um, and it's just, it's not, it's just bad, but uh, it's kind of fun. This is main BGM. vibraphone solo there this is main bgm from shove it uh it's really bad uh the the thing is i just have such a bone to pick why does every western composer have to do this kind of bluesy stereotypical kind of funky blues thing that just i don't know it doesn't always fit every game you know they'll always use the blues scale and they'll start on the one chord and then go to the four and do the same sequence as if it's this traditional 12 bar blues form but the actual music they're playing is so stupid, um, and it just doesn't—it doesn't yearn to be repeated. You don't want to hear these these ideas repeated at all, right. and uh, it's just just very childish. Well, to me, I think the best way to describe something like this would be—and I mean it literally—it's unexceptional. You know, it—it it just it. 
there's not really anything to say about it. To me, this almost falls in the category of mediocre because it's a mm. functioning piece of music. It's not That's true. It doesn't surprise me. It doesn't defy <clears throat> anything. It's not even that funny. It's just yeah, it's unsuccessful. There's nothing that interesting to listen to. It's barely a float. It sounds like an amateur piece of music, you know? It's, yeah, for sure. It's a That's rickety a old ship that no one's drowning yet, but they're probably gonna freeze to death, you know? No one's really even looking at it. They're just walking past it. Yeah, that's a good point. I do think that kind of fits that bill uh, today. Luckily, I don't think a lot of the tracks are like that today. Um, I think we're going to get a lot more laughs. Uh, All right, let's do our Name That Tune game. Uh, Okay, so this is a lot of fun. If anyone um, hasn't heard one of these before, basically... I prepare these Name That Tunes for Will, and the way that I do is a little differently than you may have heard. I I pick a classic piece of video game music and I isolate the different channels. And so what I'm going to do for Will is I'm just going to play him one channel of something, maybe just a bass or maybe just like a a, square or something, and see if he can get uh, what the tune is. And you guys can play along at home. This is all pretty well-known stuff. Um, and what we do is, we, if we're keeping score, we'd give one point for the game, one point for the track, one point for the composer. Usually I play this against Marty, and right. I have a flawless undefeated record that I'm very proud of. That is say. true. And we'll give another point if you get it before I play the full track for you. So we'll start off Sweet. with a couple of little small snippets. Okay, uh, let's start with the first one we're going to do. This is your first clue. Okay, so a little descending chromatic thing. Hmm. It's definitely NES. I hear some neat little instrument switching in there. There we go. Uh, It reminds me of sort of some of the instrument switching from like uh, Mario Brothers 3, but I don't think that's what it is. Okay. Um, All right, so so far you know it's NES. Uh, Do you want to move on to your next hint? I think it's probably in like the intro of a track, like... Hmm. Oh, is this from uh, the first Ninja Turtles game? No, 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 never mind. I'm thinking of something else. Okay. Never mind. No, that wasn't an official guess. Do you want to move on to the next hint? Okay. Okay, this is the second hint. Oh, I, 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 I know I know this. Do ya? Especially once it got to that part. I've heard this before. That is true. You have. What is it? Um, I know you love to do kind of like the, um, what's her name? I feel like on every one of these name that tunes, you've played something from, don't tell me her name. Uh, 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 Street Fighter 2010 gal. Nope. I don't. You always guess her, and you're always wrong. It's not Junko Tamiya. Not Junko Tamiya. Okay. I mean, you said that last time, and it, I didn't play Junko last time either. Okay. That's just in my head, then. All right. So let's move on to your, your third snippet, because apparently you still can't get it. Here we go. Okay. So it's grooving. Grooving drums. Oh, maybe it could be a Contra thing, possibly. I don't know. Can I let me listen to the last clue? Let's listen to the last one. Oh, oh, okay. I know this. This is uh, now you know it's Sunsoft bass. Yeah, it's uh, Gremlins Two, composed Boom. by Naoki Kodaka. Very good. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Before we play it, I remember it goes da 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 Great melody, great use of that. Let's listen to it. See if I'm right. 
Oh, yeah, that's great. That's where that chromatic thing is from, yeah. So good. Love that melody, love that use of the bass. So good. Awesome. All right. So I got Are that you ready one. To move on? I got that was full good. points for that. Full right? points on that bad boy. Are you ready to move on to the second example here? Yeah, let's do it. This is the first taste. Here we go. I always like to start with, if you know the system, that always helps. Hmm. So here's the tricky thing. It could be super, it could be a super Nintendo sample of some kind of like bad synth kind of thing. You know, a lot of times mm -hmm. Super Nintendo sample synths, mm -hmm. or it could be some kind of FM instrument or an old computer system. That's not hmm. enough information. Or maybe it's a PC thing. What do you think uh, about really the actual bass line itself? Any any ideas? Uh, it's some kind of up-tempo thing. Maybe it's a Turbo Graphics, actually. Maybe, like, maybe it's from a Bomberman game or something. Let's give yeah, you another taste. This is taste number two. Okay, so definitely Super Nintendo, and it sounds like a Kirby thing with that mm. brass sample. Um, yeah, that definitely is a Kirby. It's one of the, like, either Kirby Superstar or Kirby whatever it is, the Dreamland 3, or one of the Super Nintendo Kirby games, because uh, now I do recognize that synth bass. Okay. I'm going to keep listening. What's the next clue? Next clue, number three. Here we go. So yeah, I definitely I know it's Kirby. I know it's one of the Super Nintendo Kirby games. All right. Well, which one? Because you got two options. Which what game is it? Ones? I don't know the difference of them that well, but Ooh. I know you really like Kirby's Dreamland Three, so that would probably be my guess. But let me listen to more. All right. Let's do the fourth taste for you. Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember this one. Um, I gotta say, man, this is pretty easy. Name that tune so far. I'm I'm getting these. I tried. Here, I know. tried to, uh, you know, learn from last time. I feel like it was a little too hard. No, I like the challenge. Um, oh, it's that's correct. What game do you think it's from? And that is from Kirby's Dreamland Three. That is correct. Composed by. Composed by. Uh, <sighs> I know the Kirby composers are Jun Ishikawa, Hirokazu, not Dan Mika, yeah, Hirokazu Ando. I think Hirokazu Ando did this one. That is incorrect. It was Jun Ishikawa. Okay, is Jun Ishikawa? Let's listen to the I track. I know that one of them did the things. Okay, yeah. Great piece of music. All but one point for that. I feel like I did pretty good, pretty though. Good. I guess, pretty good. I guessed that all before listening to the full thing. All right, so... I did say Jun Ishikawa, though. That is true. No, you did good. So we can make this a little harder. We can give you... We don't have to give you every single hint that I have ready. So let's just start off with the first hint of this next third example. Let's see if you okay. can get this. Here we go. Hint number one. Okay, so it's definitely a Game Boy track, just judging by that noise... Hmm. Noise channel. Okay. Uh, it sounds Game Boy to me. Some kind of portable system. What if I just gave you that? Would you be able to get it? Is that hard enough for you, bud? I mean, I'm not... Yeah, man. I, I, I need at least a note. So that's too hard. I can't... I, know, I mean, I got the system. Let's do this. You know, that's Let's give you impressive. just one more hint and see if you can get it. Here we go. Hint okay. number two. Yeah, man. It's... It's not coming to me. I mean, I'm sure it's something I'm familiar with. I will give you a third. I will give you a third hint, and then I will. I will definitely stop there. Last hint for you. Here we go. Number three. 
Oh, not what I was thinking at all. All right, moment of truth. I need an answer. I need a guess. It's some kind of majory, plucky thing. That is correct. On the Game Boy. Uh, I don't know why nothing is coming to me. I mean, maybe it's that... I'm going to uh, make it interesting, give you 10 seconds. 10. I need a guess. 9. Eight, I don't know, man. 7. 6. 3210. Could it be another Kirby one? And let's play the full track. Adventures of Lolo, composed by You know, I was thinking, don't tell me, tell me. Uh there there's two Adventures of Lolo composers. One of them mm -hmm. uh the Game Boy one was Manami Matsumai. That is correct, sir. Very good. You know, I wish you wouldn't have said that cuz I think I would have guessed that after listening to the track. All right, but you didn't get it before the track. Next time you gotta give me, you gotta give me all the hints first. I wanted to, you, you know, you, you criticized me earlier when you said this wasn't hard, so I wanted to make up for that little. Yeah, I know. I I brought it upon myself. Little point. Okay, let's move on. Hint number one of track number four. Here we go. Okay, definitely an FM console. Uh, it's a FM thing in three, four, six, eight. That's so correct. It could be like the Sonic One special stage, um, but and it's kind of that bell chimey instrument. So I mean, I, I mean it, maybe it's something else, but that's like my first. Instinct. Let's move on to hint number two. Okay, well, it's chromatic, and the sonic mm. thing is not chromatic, so... That's correct. Okay. What Genesis track do you know that has a chromatic descending progression? Uh... The next one, to me, feels like it might give it away, but we can we can do it. Okay, let's try it. Hint number three. Some of these, I feel like they're more important to you than they are to me. This um, one, yep, is definitely a little bit more obscure than some of the ones we've done. It's probably one of those Sega, it's probably one of those Sega ones that I just don't... You know of this. You definitely know of this. Let's try the last hint. Oh, uh, yeah, I've definitely heard this. Uh, maybe it's it's one of those Sega racers, maybe? like uh, It is not a racer. One of those Fantasy Star or Super Fantasy Zone. Not the even not even the right uh, genre, no. Uh, what's that other one that's like really happy and fun? The mm, I wouldn't call it happy or fun either. Is it one of those um those two guys the that have the similar names Hitoshi Sakamoto or Hikoshi Hashimoto? It is Hitoshi Sakamoto. Very See, good. I, I don't Very know good. any of the games that he does. I don't listen to that stuff that I didn't grow up with. Let's that. play the full track and see if this rings a bell for what name it is. Full track. Oh, this is great. Classic, right? Don't tell me. This is one that I like. Uh, I think I even commented. It's a breakout clone, so it's kind of like a breakout style game, Arkanoid style game. Yeah, I mean, I guessed Hitoshi Sakamoto. It's I guess Genesis. Well, it's not heavenish, but it's hellish, devilish, devilish, devilish. Okay, 
Very cool. Sorry, Last man. one I mean, of the day. No, it's all good. I'm glad you didn't get it. There's never a world where I was going to guess that. But no. I got a lot of it. I yeah, mean, no. come on. I listened to the first thing. I knew it was like a waltz on the, the Genesis. I'm That's, just saying when, you know, I'm glad this hasn't been a total walk in the park because I was just worried. let the record show that I'm... I'm You're doing I'm, good. You're doing, doing great. Okay. Last track of the Name That Tune game. Here is hint number one. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Other Genesis thing, probably a Western thing. Uh, also, though, it could be like uh, something from like Sonic and Knuckles or something. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely Genesis. Maybe it's some kind of racing game, some kind of rocking, rugged thing. Are you going to make that a final answer on the platform? What do you mean? I don't need to submit final answers. I'm just All listening right. to clues. Hint number two. Huh. I don't know, man. Okay, so by saying what you just said, it leads me to believe maybe it isn't the Genesis. Maybe it's an arcade thing, or maybe it's uh, some computer system. I need more, though. I don't know this yet. All right, hint number three. Oh, oh, okay. This is, I think, the <laughs> arcade version of maybe Outrunners? Mm, no, it is not Outrunners. Okay. It's the arcade version of something. It is arcade. It is an arcade. It's classic arcade uh, It music. might be an arcade version of like a NES game that is more popular. Let's try the last um, hint. No, it's an arcade thing. Like we've played it. We've played this on the podcast before. We I have. know what this let's is. Try, let's try the last hint here. This is the fourth and final hint for you. Here we go. Oh. Oh. Orchestra hit. Slap bass. Orchestra hit. Slap what bass. That, that orchestra of? hit makes me think of Sunset Riders or Turtles in Time. Mm. Um, that that those are the games that really make me think of the orchestra hit sound. Do you want to make a guess before I play the last track? Make a wager. No, let's play another one. That's it. That's all the hints you got. Oh. Um. I will say that. You know, you're on the right track. So between, you said you were thinking of Sunset Riders or Turtles in Time. What does that groove make you think of more? Well, definitely Turtles in Time, more so than Sunset Riders. Is that going to be your your guess? Well, I mean, if it's between those two, then yeah. Let's play the full track. It is Turtles in Time. It is Neon Night Riders from Turtles oh, in Time. Oh, this is Night Riders, yeah. Yes, sir. I'm Pretty not tricky. used to this version. See, I'm used to the SNES version. I don't know why. That's like... Yeah, the arcade. I, I kind of threw you for a loop here. Yeah, originally you, you were thinking you, it was Genesis. You, you trickster. Okay. I'm a trickster. That was fun. Hey, I did get Turtles in Time. You did great. I you, did get Arcade. I want to make sure you had a good time. You had fun, right, Will? That was fun. That was. I love doing those. Awesome. Hopefully you guys enjoy okay, playing let's along. Get let's back get back to the, filth. To the, <laughs> the terrible filth. This is an interesting example because... The piece of music is not bad, and it is from a composer who is quite the opposite of bad. One of my favorite video game composers, Motowaki Takanochi. This was a Sega Saturn game, though, and anything is possible on the Sega Saturn, as we all know. This is a game called Shining Wisdom, and the reason why this is such a bad overall product is because there's a really inappropriate and awful voiceover over this whole track that's basically trying to like get you amped for this game and like <laughs> introduce what the game is. 
But it's so stupid because why do they have a piece of music? You can barely hear the voice. Um, just have text or just only have the voice. It's just really dumb. This is the introduction from Shining Wisdom. Ho! Oh, it appears that the one who has spread off the beaten path and crossed the line between chaos, order, and good world, Shining Wisdom, is finally arrived. Yes, it's you I'm referring to. Mystery, puzzle, and riddle. Taking time out to smoke and calm your thoughts is necessary if you expect to solve these puzzles before you. They exist to challenge. Fair warning, accepting everything you see at face value will lead to grave error. Who decided that pi should equal 3.14? Never <laughs> Warning, accepting everything you see at face value is not going to be a good outcome. What is It's like this? listening to a piece of music at the airport. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's ridiculous. Oh, my God. You know, there was one line. I don't know if you guys heard that. Oh, yeah. He said, who decided that pi should be 3.14? What is this introduction? Well, and then there's a part where he just says, anyway, and then goes on <laughs> to something else. What was I saying? What was I saying? I lost my train of thought. It's like a piece of music that's just, <laughs> they they combined someone's awkward narration on God, them. why? Yeah, it's like, it just, it, it, it craps all over Takenochi's track. It's not like it's an amazing track, but it's like, why even have a piece of music if you're going to narrate it? You can't hear the narration. And it's just not a good voice. It, it's just too much. I wonder reverb. if they had music when James Earl Jones read the Bible. <laughs> you know, if there was just this kind of dancey in fun the beginning. Music. Mm-ts, yeah, mm-ts, mm-ts. yeah. In the beginning, there was a dance party. All right, let's move back to the Super Nintendo. This is a game called Star Trek: Deep Space Nine: The Crossroads of Time. Okay. This is a fairly infamously bad soundtrack. The name of this track is Abandoned Ship, and we don't, luckily, we don't have any known composers. All we have is Novo Trade Sound Team. Very lucky. Let's take a listen to Abandoned Ship. is just so confusing to me it's like i don't know what style they're going for like is it supposed to be this like prog rock thing is it supposed to be like film score it's just none of it sounds good and it's like doesn't fit into any style samples are really bad there's some weird rhythmic issues just everything about it is just a fail yeah it's pretty pretty bad it definitely makes me want to abandon this ship (laughs) it's a very fitting title 
I think people know this game for, for having really bad music, and yeah, this might be the worst in, in the whole score. I hate this kind of stuff that's like super noty and bad and complicated. It's just like exhausting to yeah, listen to. Yeah, it's overly to. complicated. Yeah, it's like, that's the worst kind of bad music is someone who's like almost trying too hard and it's like too ambitious. It's like this person clearly knows nothing about composition. It's like, just make a simple groove that's like at least not offensive. Yeah, I don't know. This kind of stuff really depresses me too because it's just sort of like... I don't know. It it feels so soulless and just like nothing matters, you know, just input right. a bunch of notes and I mean it's not I think it's really bad, but again, it's a functioning piece of music. It's not yeah. the most terrible thing I've ever heard. It's not well, redefining sound. Okay. Well, maybe this next one will do that for you. Let's go back to the NES, which is probably my favorite system for really bad video game music. This is a game called Image Fight image fight and this is I isn't think, that the amazing thing about the nes it's like the system of choice for both good and bad music the, the all the spectrums yeah uh this is i believe the stage one theme so the first stage theme you hear you fire up this game you just bought it at the store you come home and this is what you hear here we go This one's so great because they have such lofty ideas and it's like, it's like they kind of feels like maybe they're onto something, but oh my God, it's like the harmonies are so bad and dissonant. No vibrato, just this pure pulse tone. It's so painful. It's almost like a really amateur keyboardist taking a solo. Oh my you know? God. Yeah, someone That's who doesn't know anything like. about scales. Yeah, this Where is... Where they're holding the notes for way too long while they're right. thinking of what to do next. And it's just like the most kind of trite ideas. A really horrible implementation. <laughs> just these shrill, the sustaining, worst. perfect intervals. And then at the beginning, yeah. those are dissonant clusters with no vibrato, no nothing interesting happening. I mean, occasionally they have like volume well, also, And then it just like goes away. And it's like, there's this really, it's like, yeah, it's like if this is supposed to be this dissonant, like experimental thing, it's a fail at that because it's like the oh, groove no, is not. too simple. I don't know what it's trying to do. Well, and the baseline the whole time do, 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 that do, makes do, it do, seem do, like it's do, like a do, simple do, piece of classic VGM. Yeah, but it's, it's like this. This could have been good. I mean, in general, it's like okay, you want to have kind of power chords, this simple right. little groove, and even the melody isn't terrible. Da 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 da. Right, you know, it could be I something mean, they're, interesting. They're, they're, they could make it work but again it sounds almost like improvised and not in a good way not like a solo it sounds like a amateur solo right the composer here is masahiko ishida and i'm not sure but i just get the feeling this isn't necessarily a bad composer but for whatever reason i don't know if this was rushed or unfinished or something or glitched out or some error happening but it's just it's really bad all right this one um i'm excited uh to show will i think we're gonna get a kick out of this one this is for like, I think like a, a homebrew Amiga game or like a crack Amiga game, some sort of non-official Amiga game. It's called Salmon Pink Max. Unknown composer. This is the stage theme. I will warn you guys that the only place to find this online uh, includes the sound effects. 
But I think that's okay. Just close your eyes and imagine you're playing this game, this shooter game called Salmon Pink Max, and just kind of get immersed in it. And this is the music that you hear. Let's take a listen. You guys are listening to the stage theme from Salmon Pink Max, which is some sort of like fake or like cracked like Amiga game. Unknown composer. What is that German guy saying? I think he's saying like something Indian and then like Elvis, Elvis Eager Indian. <laughs> what no, is going amazing. on? It's kind of catchy. Like, this is another kind of earworm. It doesn't require any further explanation <laughs> or analysis. It's flawless it's this is the holy grail of bad music it's oh, outstanding man. it's this really is another good. one it's ne- you need to send this to the tonight show this is like the kind of thing that jimmy fallon plays <laughs> on his show oh the my best god is when this gets started you know you're in for something because you just hear this guy going Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> just like making noises in the end. Oh, oh my god, god. that was his fun voice. Okay. he sounds like that guy from the goonies yeah. You know? Right. Hey, you guys. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to a track from Mario Kart 7. A classic bad score when it comes to, to our bad music episodes. we got to go back to Ugh. this. There's so much bad stuff to, to cover. So it's glad to feature another track from this. Mario Kart series was really struggling for a number of years. Uh, I feel like... Music-wise. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mario Kart 64, it seemed like, was just like across the board this this great success. Everyone loved the game. It was very popular. It was a classic game. Really great music. Classic melodies. I think a lot of people enjoyed Mario Kart Super Circuit, including both of us. Uh, I feel like the Mario Kart Double Dash was the first game that came out where... I remember listening to some of the music and I was like, oh, I'm not sure about some of these melodies and some of these sounds are kind of annoying. And it just kept getting worse and worse with every Mario Kart yeah, game. Mario until, Kart DS and then right. Mario Kart Wii. And then this was just like the This was the peak. And then luckily Mario Kart 8 really turned things around. Uh, it's almost like everyone got fired and they just started from scratch. The composer for this particular track is Satomi Tarui, who I'm not familiar with. This is Rosalina's Ice World. So, okay, imagine the character of Rosalina who we meet in Mario Galaxy, who usually is scored with a very beautiful lullaby, kind of gorgeous classical music. Think about that. Think about the heart that that character has. And then let's take a listen to her theme, Rosalina's Ice World. (laughs) 
You guys are listening to Rosalina's Ice World. It really is mind-boggling. This was in a mainline Nintendo game. One of the most popular 3DS games, probably like in the top three best-selling games for the system. Everyone's played this game. It's a great game. It was the first thing I saw where that 3D effect, like, you know, really impressed me. And this music is so bad. How did anyone get away with this? Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I, I don't mean to offend, but this sounds like occasionally you'll come across, like, an amateur composer. Right. And they'll want to share their music with you. And you listen to it, and it <laughs> just like, sounds like this. What can I say it's completely that's completely nice disorganized. About this, yeah. There's sort of a melody, but it's not melodic. It's not playing notes that function within the chords. Yeah, it doesn't match the chords. Nothing about this matches The instruments anything. aren't good. The, per- the production isn't nice. It's just completely devoid of taste. It's like music created by someone who doesn't have an ear for music, honestly. Right, it doesn't match like the pace of a racing game. It doesn't match the vibe of what Mario Kart should be. It does not match Rosalina's character at all it's just oh my god God, this is really bad i thought the worst one was that one that we already played though uh-huh. maybe it was like dun, daisy dun, circuit dun, or something dun, 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 dun. that one's yeah, a masterpiece I mean, that one's the most egregiously like y- you can't ignore it where this i feel like it probably gets drowned out by the sound effects That's of true. the motor or something but all right lord that was really really awful probably my least favorite of the day because it just really insults me. It makes me, me sad. It makes me very sad. In, yeah. <laughs> that's in a Nintendo game that bears the name Mario. Absolutely. And how much time and, and like love we have for a lot of those characters and music. You know, think about the different projects we've done, like paying homage to some of our favorite music and then this person comes in and just does that. It's <laughs> it's offensive. Well, let's go back to the Super Nintendo. This is another infamously bad score. It's Paperboy 2. And we've played uh, the main theme, which is very infamous for for terrible video game music. And this game is kind of the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, Another track that we're going to play is called Training Course. Just as bad, just as hilarious. And it's short and sweet. This is we're going to play the entire piece of music. It's only 41 seconds. Uh, And it's it's something to behold. Uh, This is composed by Andy Armour. Let's check it out. try to make his own samples and they just didn't time up right you know what this makes me think of is this keyboard player who's really nervous and who's on stage and he's never performed (laughs) he's shaking and he's so early an old casio keyboard from because he's just so nervous well go go ahead and play this again take a listen to the last five seconds there's an ending that's perfect (laughs) it's really a tonal ending 
Now that is what we love about these episodes. That's some great bad VGM. Oh, oh my god, amazing. so funny, horrible, like impressive, horrible. impressive. How terrible! I, I love timing issues. That's one of the funniest things in bad music. It's like really bad because how do you even do that? Most video game music is made in like this tracked grid kind of system, and it's it's difficult actually to create things that don't line up and sync together. So when you hear rhythmic issues it's like why how how did you screw that up yeah if i had to recreate this i don't even know if i'd be able to to do it as bad as this it's 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 amazing how bad it is and then the sounds are terrible the music is it's not just bland and uninteresting i mean it's it's god awful i mean it's (laughs) it's it's constructed in a laboratory (laughs) to be terrible like it's it's so it's marvelous great I want to listen to it again, actually. Let's listen to it again. I just love the beginning. It's just, you know how sometimes you listen to really <laughs> is that progressive a drum jazz? Film? What is that supposed to like, be? Carl, you know how sometimes you listen to really progressive jazz and right. there'll be like these rhythms that are so crazy. Like the mm-hmm. opening of that Miles Davis song, two bass hit, and it's right. where it's like, whoa, how do you conceptualize it? That's almost but, what you have to do with this. I know, it's almost like... But he's trying to play straight eighths, and he's just failing. Poor Andy. This is Andy is just shaking when he's composing this. Oh, God. I I think that was a great image of, like, a really nervous keyboard player. (laughs) It kind of sounds like a Fred Armisen character (laughs) or something. (laughs) (laughs) That is so delightful. All right, let's... All right, let's uh, move on. Uh, We're going to go back to the NES... And now I mentioned this series, and it's unfortunate. This is a game developed by Culture Brain, who is composed by Akinori Sawa, who we played last week, who's a great composer and composed some great stuff. But this goes to show anyone is capable of creating garbage. Uh, This is Super Chinese 3. I think I mentioned this series last week. This is track one. Here we go. So you have this really obnoxious dun 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 kind of baseball baseline, weird harmonies with the triangle and the square that are weird pitches and just awful. It's just stupid composition, uh, stupid implementation. You know, everything. It it it's like, wow, this wins the grand prize. It's like everything that could be bad. See, what's interesting <laughs> that last one was bad for a specific set of reasons. This one is bad for every reason. It's like everything right. that's happening. I despise. Is a swing and a miss. I yeah. hate the sounds. I hate the pitches. I, I I just, I really hate what I'm listening to right now. <laughs> Even if I heard you know, this like with the best <laughs> instruments ever, the composition is so stupid. You know, I'm really tempted to, I, <laughs> so Carl mentioned last week that I got a job as a K through eight music teacher. And one of the things that I do for my middle school students, you should play this for them. Yeah. I like to have them do music listening activities. And the last question that I always have them write is, do you like what you're listening to? Right. Why or why not? 
and I do not like what I'm listening to <laughs> for every conceivable every reason. Every possible reason. It would be fun to show the kids one of these really bad pieces of VGM. Timbers, F, you know, composition, F. I mean, I mean, even listen to that drum beat. It's if terrible. You can call it that. <laughs> oh, God, it's so bad. The triangle is is a really objectively bad tone on the NES. Like, yeah, it's just a lot of piercing overdone. Yeah, it's doing everything wrong. It would be like right. a piece of music for like the orchestra that is annoying, excessively simple. It's not written idiomatically for the instruments. So you have right. the oboe way above the flute, which is like mm -hmm. below the clarinet, or like I mean, it's like the timbres it's are bad. Really bad. It's doing everything wrong. That's impressive. Okay, another facet of bad VGM that we love to go back to is bad Sonic music, of course. And not just Sonic music, but actual songs. You know, these are character themes um, that they're supposed to describe the essence of a character. And what better way to do that than to sing a rock song about, you know, what this character's feeling. That's that's really what we're all looking for as Sonic fans, right? This is from Sonic Adventure DX. See, our boys, the Kellys, are going to are gonna hate us. They hate when we do this. <laughs> I don't know if anyone likes this. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Sonic Adventure DX for the GameCube. And unfortunately, this track was composed by June Senaway. And it's an example of sometimes... These Japanese composers are incredibly tone deaf when it comes to making like actual songs that feature vocals in a rock band. It, it's just such a weird choice to start with. Uh, the song itself is dumb. It's very, very cheesy. And again, when Carl says tone deaf, he's not actually talking about like literal tone deaf. He's talking about in, in terms of like taste, exactly. you know, aesthetics. This is sung by Karen Brake and composed by Jun Senaway. It's called Believe in Myself, Tales Theme. Here we go. That's what they want. That that says it all. I want to be cool. That's clearly oh, what they're trying I to love do. That. Failing miserably. Why would you have a lyric when I'm alone in my bed? I don't want to hear what you do. Like, what does that have to do with tales? <laughs> what is? Why? I just go about yearning. I want to be cool. <laughs> what is Tails yearning for in bed? I don't want to know. It's tough to say because, again, Jun Senaway is a good composer. This is well produced. The yes, guitar well riffs performed. are nice and well composed. Call the melody isn't Yuzo even Kishiro's that melody. bad. I don't really like the melody that much. But well, it's I, a callback to Bridge Zone, I think. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, that kind of yeah. I don't deal. know. I don't quite hear that entirely. I mean, it, there, there's elements about it that I like. I mean, mm -hmm. most of it is 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 pretty successful. I mean, honestly, maybe a big part of it is the words and the vocal tone and just how saccharine everything is. 
but it's I don't know, man. It's like when I got to the end of Mario Odyssey and there's that kind of pop song that plays. Right. I know a lot of people have mixed feelings about like, oh, how does that work and everything. Uh huh. But I don't know, man. You compare that to something like this. This is just like dreadful. Yeah. You know, I mean, I it's think really the rough. idea of having a song that's singing lyrics for the game, like, I think that's kind of corny. But, like, I mean, I loved that Paul McCartney song in Destiny, and I like the song in Mario Odyssey, and there's some yeah. Sonic songs that I think are actually pretty good. But, yeah. I thought about oh, doing man. this other rap. Uh, it's, it's in a, it's, if you, if you can believe it, there's yet another Knuckles theme rap uh, that we haven't played, so maybe next time we'll have to play that. I couldn't decide which one to do, but oh my god, yeah, it's it's uh, it's laughable. Um, what an interesting episode. Thank you so much, guys, for bearing with us and for, uh, I guess, indulging us, but really, I mean, we got so many requests to do these, so you literally asked for, for this. Uh, we hope you guys had fun. We laughed a lot. My voice is actually kind of hoarse now from laughing so much. Uh, so that's always a good sign. We promise that next week we'll be back to playing good video game music, so... Just a one-off. We want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, I think at this point we should just get going as soon as possible and kind of pretend this none of this has happened. Just erase all the evidence from this episode. Uh, we're going to play you out with another NES track from Skull and Crossbones. This is so bad. It's track 11 composed by Don Deaconai and Brad Fuller. Uh, yeah, Will, anything else, any parting words you have for us today? See you next time, guys. <laughs> All right. Peace out.